thank you for joining me today from wherever you are in the world. Today I want to talk a little bit about answering the call. What is God calling you and I to do in this life that we are living here on earth? And I want to talk about it from the book of 1 Kings chapters actually just chapter 19 verses 19 to 21 but in order to understand a little bit about what's going on in these verses I want to back up to verse maybe verse 10 let's see this is um, God's calling Elijah to do more work for him and it starts out at the end of verse 9 God is asking Elijah he says what are you doing here Elijah and then God goes I mean Elijah goes on and he says I've been very zealous for you the Lord God Almighty it sounds really pitiful like I've been working so hard and the people you sent me here, they're rejecting you. They're rejecting your laws. They've torn down your altars, your prophets. Um, they put your prophets to death by the sword. Oh, woe is me, Lord. I'm the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me too. Sounds really pitiful. And then the Lord tells him, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is about to pass by. And so... God does all these great works. A powerful wind tears through the mountains. And after that, the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the wind or in the earthquake. And then there came a great fire. The Lord was not in any of those loud, voluminous sounds. The earthquakes, the tearing down of the rocks and the mountains, the wind, the rain, the fire but he came in a gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard the, heard the whisper, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. And then the, the Lord, after all this, does all these great works. He says, what are you doing here, Elijah? And again, Elijah sounds really pitiful. I've been zealous for the Lord God Almighty. And it goes through this whole thing again. And so then the Lord says go back the way you came because God has work for him to do and you know God knows just what we need when we need it at the time we need it so we see as we ended the last session that God was calling Elijah out. He was telling him to, he asked him the question, what are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? And then he gives the command to go back the way you came. God has work for Elijah to do, but God could also see that Elijah was in need of a companion. So 
in the midst of everything that God was commanding Elijah to do, he says that he wanted him to anoint Elijah to go down and anoint Elijah. And so we see it in the next section of scripture, God's call of Elijah. That Elijah went down and he found Elijah. He was out in his field plowing his 12 oxen and he was driving them himself. And so what did Elijah do? He threw his cloak on him. And this was a symbol of Elijah anointing Elijah to take over his ministry one day. What did, how did Elijah respond it? He left his oxen and ran after Elijah. He said, let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye and then I will come with, with you. Elijah asked him a question. What have I done to you? He, Elijah went back and he took his yoke of oxen, slaughtered them, burned the plowing equipment, cooked the meat, gave it to the people, and then he set out to follow Elijah. And so we have to ask ourselves, what is God calling us to do? What is the work that God has for us? And are we willing to leave the old life behind? Many of us know that God is calling us to do something, something more. We don't know where to start. And so we're being challenged here. We see Elijah, God is calling him. He's calling him to a higher call. And we see that in verse 19. So Elijah went from there and found Elijah. He was plowing his field, driving his 12 pair of oxen. Elijah was just living his life. It was an ordinary day. He wasn't searching for anything other to do. He was probably happy with his life the way it was, plowing in his field. But when Elijah touched him with his mantle, it signified that God was calling him to do something greater. And in that moment, what happens to us when we realize what God is calling us something to do, something greater? We have to step out in faith. And stepping out in faith isn't always easy. It takes courage. And our response when God calls us is to accept the invitation and so are we willing to follow God's plan his invitation it doesn't always mean that we're going to do something different it perhaps is right we're doing what we're already doing sharing what we have been called to do to sharing it with others our family our ministry starts right in our homes that's our greatest ministry field is in our homes doing what God wants us to do in the next few verses verses 20 and 21 of 1 Kings chapter 19 verses chapter 19 verses 19 to 21 we see that Elijah accepted God's invitation 
he literally burned down everything that was tying him to his previous life, the good life. Elijah was happy. He was plowing his field. But in that moment, he realized that God was calling him to a greater work. And he hesitated for a moment. That's only normal. But he said, I'm willing and ready to do the work of God. I'm willing and ready to accept the invitation of a deeper surrender. Are we willing to burn everything that's tying us down to a world that we're currently living in? Are we willing to fully trust trust God as we move forward into our calling? What are we willing to burn in our lives so that we can do the work of God, the work that he is calling us to do? Is it our dependence on others? Is it the way we're thinking, stinking thinking, as someone once said? Is it bitterness, resentment, excuses? I would add procrastination. We know that God is calling us, but we haven't yet accepted the call. We think, could be calling us to do that. Couldn't be calling me to do that. I'm not qualified. God doesn't ask that we have all the credentials. He just asks that we be willing to do what he's called us to do. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 12, that we are to do greater things. That he is leaving us here to do greater things. And the scripture reads, let me get to the right chapter here. John 14, verse 12. And I'm going to read it for the uh, New Revised Standard Version. It says, Verily, very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. And in one commentary, it says that Jesus expected those who believe in him to carry on his work in the world. And that's us as Christ followers. He didn't expect the disciples to disband after his departure, but to carry on his work even to an even greater magnitude, greater works than these. The greater works of which he's speaking would still be in his work accomplished no longer by his visible presence among them, but by his spirit within them. In Acts chapter 2, it says that, you know, he's instilling us with the power of the Holy Spirit. And so the works of the apostles and now his disciples, that's you and me, after the resurrection, would not be greater in the way that we are thinking, but greater in the sphere of influence. And brothers and sisters, we all have a sphere of influence. As I said, our influence a lot of times starts right in our homes, those closest to us, our friends and family members. So it was because of Jesus 
because he went to the Father that the Holy Spirit has come upon us, his people, enabling us to do greater works. Friends, I hope you will accept the invitation to do greater things. And it starts with a decision to break with the old you and start a new life. And not a life of good enough, but a life of greater. If God takes something from you or removes you from a situation that you thought was good to begin with, He is inviting you to something greater. He just wants your faithful, open-ended obedience. Well, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this session of living greater and our calling. What has God and what is God calling you and me to do? Be blessed and be a blessing.